This is 69 The Podcast. I'm Dave Haynes. 69 has been covering the digital signage industry since the dawn of man, first online and now as a podcast. The goal on here is to make listeners aware of interesting companies, smart people, and new technology developments, all of them meaningful in making digital signage projects happen. I try to help listeners understand sometimes complicated subjects and why they should care. The podcasts are free and I try to get a new one out weekly, but things happen now and then. The 69 Podcast has been gratefully sponsored and supported since the start by Jeremy Gavin and the fine folks at ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. ScreenFeed makes beautiful-looking, totally automated content for signage and digital out-of-home networks. Check them out at ScreenFeed.com. 69 has been around since 2006, and the publication and podcast are now owned by Spectrio, which provides customer engagement solutions for business. You can find them at Spectrio.com. Things are changing, and both buyers and sellers are getting more knowledgeable about how to design and execute digital signage projects. But it's still nice to have a chat with an AV solutions company that resolutely insists on establishing the objectives behind a job before even talking about the technology that might get used and how much of it. The Dutch firm First Impression made its first impression with me when it kept getting recognized earlier this year at the Global Digital Signage Awards, which were handed out back in February during ISC in Barcelona. Who are those guys, I was asked. No idea, I replied. But now I do know, because I met Luke Vermenthal, the company's retail strategy director at the recent Digital Signage Summit Europe in Munich. We found a relatively quiet little area in the hotel lobby and had a great chat about the origins of First Impression, which is located down near Eindhoven. We talked about a lot of things, notably how it approaches engagements with clients, including the Dutch beauty brand Rituals. Tell me about First Impression. What do you guys do? Uh, we have First Impression are what we call on paper an AV integrator, mm-hmm. uh, as many companies over here. But you're qualifying uh, that. No, it's, it's, we're still, maybe other people qualify us as an AV integrator in, mm-hmm. uh, in, in the market. And, so we, and put, we still are. We still put are. you in that bucket, but uh, there's more to it. Yeah, there's definitely more to it. And, mm-hmm. and I think um, our, our proposition that we have is, it is a little different than uh, some of the other integrators in, right. in, in the market. Um, first of all, we, strategy is a really important part in, in what we offer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we really try to help um, the customer to ask the right question. Um, and sometimes uh, that's needed in the process. Yes, they have knowledge, mm-hmm. but most of the time not all the knowledge needed to do real good integrations right um because in part they're fixated on a display or something or other something that's yeah, captured it can, their imagination it can be technical uh or otherwise if other departments are involved uh, uh, information can be fragmented throughout the organization and, and mm-hmm. it might be hard to bring that together to form the right question and sometimes there's just a lack of knowledge and that's okay because we're it's it's different field of play for a lot of retailers um yes they have a big online marketing uh, teams etc um, but doing in-store communication yeah, it's a little bit of marketing it's a little bit of formula it's a little bit of this and that mm-hmm. combined mm-hmm. and needed for the for good integrations so if you 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 help your customer determining what that right question is and where we actually can help them, help mm-hmm. them s- solve problems or, or help them with the threats they have in the market or uh, uh, enlighten their opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, the ROE on what we do 
And what right. you're going to install in a solution will be much better. Uh, so rather than just answer. And it's going to scale out as opposed to be a one-off. Yeah, of course. And, and, and we're in the, in, in, in the scaling business too. Sure. And, and, but you have to scale the right, the right solution rather than just a solution. And of course, we also uh, integrate uh, window screens. And sometimes that is just step one. Right. Uh, I but then they're a customer and, and then they can ask you for more. De- definitely. Sometimes, sometimes the challenge is bigger. Sometimes uh, they already uh, have digital into place uh, mm-hmm. and need to replace us or, or want to make the second step or the third step in the process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes uh, it's the first step for a retailer in, uh, in the world of right. digitization on the retail floor. Um, and then the steps are different. But still, you have to have to focus on where do I want to be in three or four years mm-hmm. uh, also as a retailer and I think we as, as first impression help them really good and define those steps towards that three right. to four years and step one can can be an easy step let's do a rollout of uh, of window screens mm-hmm. because that is almost in the industry kind of a no-brainer in in in, in integration right uh, Still, you have to do that, of course, correctly. Right content, etc., etc. Yeah, lots to talk about. You can talk a half an hour about just <laughs> window screens, etc. Um, but that's that strategy part. Hey, you, you ask, what do we do different? It's it's just one part um, by offering more uh, a holistic service package, right, to our customers. So it's a lot more than. Where do you want to put it? How many do you need? And when do you want it in? Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you're just a supplier of hardware, yeah, you're just a supplier. Yeah, you're not if a business you, partner. No, if you exactly if you are more on the strategic side and yeah. you're helping your customer achieve their business mm-hmm. goals uh, or to tackle their problems, you're on the strategic side, right? And it's it, you're a totally different person on the table uh-huh. when it's from a strategic point of view than just. Uh, a hardware provider, right? And the added value is much bigger, uh-huh. and otherwise it's just about okay, how fast can you do it, uh, what's your price, etc. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's back up a little bit. Did, did the company start that way, or did they did they realize, okay, this is this is the customer ask, this is how we should evolve, and how long has the company been around? Yeah, no, no it definitely didn't start that way okay. at all. It's uh, the company uh, started. 26 years ago already, um, and, and, and it literally the started, time of CRTs. Uh, yeah, and it literally started. The the, the one of the owners uh, who started the company uh, was a DJ, uh, oh, and okay. uh, into the music and, and creating uh, cool parties. And literally starting from the basement of his parents, as as many of those beautiful stories go. Mm-hmm. Um, and he bought some materials and uh, to make a show a little bit more. Uh, attractive, more materials, and at one point he had so much of uh, materials that he could rent out some stuff. Ah, that's where the okay. business began, and that's where uh, first impression uh, began. So that was really on more the rental side of mm-hmm. the, the AV net technology. Um, and through the years, that of course had evolved and evolved, and, and after uh, roughly uh, uh, seven years, six to seven years fixed installation became a part of the organization and basically everything turned around and, and it became a, a bigger a bigger bigger part right uh, until where it's now 
uh, almost the only thing uh, we do. We still have a, have a little department that does temporary projects, uh, but it's it's mainly uh, fixed installations, uh, mm-hmm. as it's called in the market. Um, uh, and we do, we focus heavily on retail. Mm-hmm. Uh, roughly 80% of what we do is retail. And the other part is is call experiences that can right. be an experience center, business to business, or a museum, or a, a building that uh, has an experience factory in it. And based in the Netherlands, yes, is that the primary market, or are you kind of across Europe? Uh, it started, of course, out in in, in the Netherlands as our home market, uh, but definitely not our own market. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, we have an office in in the south of the Netherlands, our headquarters in Tilburg. Uh, we have an office in Amsterdam, uh, but also uh, recently we opened offices in in, in France, in Paris, uh, mm-hmm. and also in Germany. Right. Um, but we're already operating globally and uh, doing installations all over the world and on every continent. And if is that because it starts with uh, something more regional? And they say, can you also help us out with the? Store we're opening up in Shanghai or yeah, something, and it really depends on the brand. Uh, if you, for example, if you look at Rituals, it's uh, it's a big brand. Uh, um, it's a Dutch brand, mm-hmm. but we're operating. Where, where do they sell? Uh, all kinds of uh, uh, beauty products and, oh, okay. and, 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 and foams and everything you need as a man, especially a woman, um, to feel good. So and nice, nice high margin products. Nice high margin products, uh, they are. But it's, it's they, they it, probably don't want to say that, but yeah, that's the reality. It's a, it's a really beautiful brand, and it's a, actually a brand that a lot of tra- uh, retailers look at because they're uh, they dare in the market on on lots of different levels, and also in AV technology. Right, and pardon the pun for them. First impressions are, I, I suspect, really important. Uh, they are, but actually there is a funny story because. Um, in, in uh, we really wanted that client in the beginning, but they were they were, they were quite resilient against mm-hmm. uh, uh, AV integrations because they thought it didn't resemble their brand because it's all about serenity and the body and products. And if you look at their stores, you maybe figure figure out why. But then um, we uh, we actually did two things. Uh, one of that was created a piece of content. It's really simple, mm-hmm. but with a little bit of animation in it in line with the brand values of rituals. Uh, and the other thing uh, we did, we made a breakdown uh, of what it's uh, the compres- comparison between, mm-hmm. okay, an integration of uh, a window screen uh, in right. comparison with uh, paper. Right. Uh, and the replacements, uh, the number of replacements they did with paper. Mm-hmm. And it was a really interesting business case. And those two things, together with the setup we created our, our, uh, in our unique experience center in, uh, in Tilburg, um, managed to get them over and finally convince them to go into into digital right with little steps first steps window display cash test display the first thing you most mm-hmm. of retailers will do uh, but now we we evolved from that and and, and I actually uh, um, uh, rituals is 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 it's a perfect client to work with because their teams now know how to operate in the equation together with us to get the best results and to do it innovations and innovations that are unique in the market right um and it's not just you going to them trying to sell you something new like hey we went to this trade show and we saw these no amazing displays you should have some no because then you're selling technique and yeah. we ne- we never start with hardware yeah. we always start with the the, the right challenge and question mm-hmm. um and for instance we created a, a, a unique piece for them uh, that's all about perfume 
uh, and they didn't sell perfume for a long time uh, because it's a hard category. Uh, lots of big competitors, um, high uh, loyalty with uh, uh, brand loyalty uh, with, with with your potential customers. Right. Uh, look for yourself. There's always one fragrance that has been there for ages. So how you convince people to switch? Yeah, completely foreign to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some of the listeners will recognize this. Um, but we created a really nice piece that not only looks beautiful, mm-hmm. but it actually does the job in convincing people maybe to try one of the perfumes of Rituals. Right. And in the end, can convince them to buy a bigger bottle and replace that bottle that has been there for ages. Of course, if you, if you, look, if you look at that uh, from an aesthetic point of view, it looks beautiful. But the magic is inside how we use sensors and data mm. uh, to figure out which perfume fits uh, uh, fits the market. Actually, we were uh, awarded with that uh, uh, two times with with best uh, um, innovation, uh, digital innovation for retail uh, in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I wasn't aware of your company, but if I'm remembering correctly, the Digital Signers Awards, your company won like two or three. Awards. Uh, yeah, we had this science board was three and a, and a recommendation. So it it, it yeah. was like uh, and I getting back and forward to the who, who are those guys? <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think uh, yeah, we're uh, we're a challenger in the market, and and um, it, sometimes it's 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 good to be a challenger. I think one of the big advances we have is we're still privately owned, so there's no uh, uh, no private equity or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many people? Almost two hundred. Okay, well, that's a good sized company in this industry. Yeah, definitely, and 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 doing a turnover of forty million euros uh, last year. Yeah. Um, so that that's that's quite a uh, a decent company to say it like that, mm-hmm. and, and and of course uh, you were there uh, last night awarded as uh, the rising star in the uh, in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that, that that says a lot. We are we are we are noted uh, right. in the market not only by um, uh, by our colleagues mm-hmm. and the industry itself, but also with retailers, of course, because we do something different, uh, and we try to help them with the total process of integrations um, in a smart way that it also connects to the total customer journey because that physical space where we do the integrations in the end right kind of we kind of a specialist in doing communications on the retail floor we're more like an agency than right. a hardware integrator we use the hardware components to make it possible but in the end it's it's part of a bigger a bigger thing yeah it's, i was i was going to ask about mm. uh, the creative side of it was obviously it didn't start with creative because you were doing DJ rentals and things like that. <laughs> but uh, did did you add on in-house creative capability because external agencies, maybe the agencies of record for these different brands, didn't really get it, didn't understand it, and th- this was a need? Or did you just see it as another revenue stream? Uh, no, definitely not the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, the, in the end, it... it you have to do that properly, and, and, and there will become uh, an additional revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's we, a skill set we, yeah, and insights yeah, we, that an agency isn't going to have. Yeah, we, we we started roughly, I think, 10 or 11 years by hiring the okay. fir- uh, first person that, that did content creation. Um, and and mainly because we, we noted that we do a perfect installation, and then somebody comes along and puts on a piece of content and, and basically wrecks the yeah. solution because the most important part 
in communicating with the client and, with, and, and addressing the purpose is that piece of content. Yeah. So if, if somebody is going to create it that doesn't know how communication on in-store devices works, mm-hmm. 99 out of 100 uh, times, it, it won't be the, the right piece of content. Yeah, you talked about rituals and the yeah. serenity idea or, or vibe, so to speak. And if you had a third-party agency just drop something in that, that it would be visually jarring, yeah, and, and potentially, potentially, and and we did a lot of uh, uh, communication for them. We created and we worked together because they mm. have an in-house agency too, which was kind of a different story in that way. Okay. So we helped them in the beginning, and now they're creating a lot of the content themselves because they know how to do it and they have a really skilled team inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's how we work too. Sometimes we, we start off in creating content and showing. Uh, the internal agencies or people how to do it and otherwise uh, in, in some other cases we keep on creating the content for mm-hmm. them but it's so important but because it 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 is also for agencies that, that are more for instance uh, geranic uh, that do commercials or socials etc creating content for this matter is totally different yeah. because there's so many factors that you have to uh, think of. 12 times, sight lines, on ex- and on. Exactly. Yeah. Position, uh, light, uh, dwell time, passage time, uh, angles, yeah. uh, UXs, etc. Uh, even privacy of people. Are we going to use a device when it's tilted or need to, mm-hmm. does it need to be flat, etc.? It's all going to determine what your content looks like. And right. it is so important in the end to be um, successful with that solution and to have an AR, uh, ROI mm-hmm. on that solution. Um, and the content is, is a major part of that. For over a decade, ScreenFeed has been the reliable choice for beautifully designed, licensed content such as news and weather. We handle over 27 million requests a day to deliver dynamic content to 200,000 screens across the globe. Now we bring you ScreenFeed Connect, a no-code solution that makes complex content projects easy. Projects that used to take our designers and developers weeks became a to-do we could complete before lunch. The easy-to-use browser-based tool leverages pre-built data connections and ready-made widgets to give you the power to design with data. Create team member profiles, schedules, tenant directories, progress boards, featured products, or anything that leverages your data. Discover how Connect empowers you to complete projects faster at screenfeed.com. There's a lot of noise in the last, I would say, six months in particular around retail media networks. Yeah. And uh, I, I was interested, we're at this conference in Munich, uh, I've heard or spoke with a couple of people, it's all getting a little fuzzy to me after two days, uh, talking about retail media networks incorporating third-party advertising, uh, programmatic advertising mm-hmm. into a store. And... That actually rattled me a little bit because it it just didn't seem right. Like I understand the idea of endemic advertising for brands that sell in the store, but do I really want to see a T-Mobile ad in a ritual store? I, yeah. I know they wouldn't do that, no. but you know what I mean. No, um, uh, retail media is, is is yeah, it's almost a buzzword bus uh, bus right now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually uh, op- started operating uh, a first retail media network for one of our clients already, I think, two and a half, uh, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've been around in some form for like 25 years. Y- yes, but but 
at, in in a serious form, right? It's 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 not that long. No. Definitely, definitely not. Um, and of course, retailers are starting to notice. Hey, I I I can create a valuable position over here, mm-hmm. and brands like it too because um, if you do it right, and this is important, then it will be an added value for everybody involved. It mm-hmm. will be an added value for uh, the advertiser um, because it's related to a product that he can buy in the store right. uh, which is uh, encourage sales that yeah, ideally encourage sales and of course it, it is interesting for the operating party of the me- uh, retail media network too um, for instance we do a big supermarket chain in, in the Netherlands called uh, Jumbo and if uh, like uh, almost a thousand outlets mm-hmm. um, and we, op- uh, we operate there in the retail media network with them but there's always need to be a keen balance between commercial uh, messages yep. um, and the messages. It's a slippery slope. You don't want to feel is, like you're on a highway. It, definitely. If, it, if it's too much, mm-hmm. it, it won't work. That's one way of a retail media network right? related to products you can buy right. in the store you are in, in or entering. The other one is we also have a big uh, retail media network in... Um, in Basic Fit, and Basic Fit is a large fitness chain in Europe, okay. uh, or roughly fourteen hundred outlets through to the Benelux area, uh, Germany, France, Spain, mm-hmm. um, and they have a lot of screens in, in inside too because of the, they have a kind of a special proposition. Low, uh, uh, they are on the low end of the market, um, and they will want to be able to operate clubs with one person. Ah, um, okay. To to keep that cost low and wow. to uh, get a low entry fee. Hence, hence the name. Um, yeah. But in it, the, fu- the funny part is that if you enter the clubs, it, the, all the products are really good mm-hmm. and, and, and it's a really good training facility. But if you want to do so, you have to do a lot different. And it's a lot of digitization within those stores from training, uh, uh, training that you can do in a digital way and activate mm-hmm. yourself to all kinds of other stuff, but also communicating with your clients, uh, giving them... Uh, maybe messages uh, uh, to motivate him, uh, uh, health advice, uh, mm. but also um, just to inform that maybe the shower is broken in the, in, in the ladies' room. Right. But those screens, roughly seven to eight uh, per club, of course, are really interesting for retail media too, because the target group that is coming into a sports club is pretty defined. Mm-hmm. If you know the proposition is on the low end of the market. Uh, then you have real good statistics on demographics, which people are coming in. So right. that's that's a perfect match. And a lot of advertisers, of course, are really interested in that target group and now have difficulty in reaching them, especially in the younger generation. Right. Um, so that's also really, uh, retail media. And, and so, uh, so is that real money to basic fit or is it a rounding error? Oh, it's definitely real money. It's okay. real money. Okay. Uh, I can't talk figures, but it's real sure. money. Yeah. And basically, they're operating in, in, in two things, uh, in two ways. In operating a retail media network, the first part is, is direct sales. So um, uh, there's a team within Basic Fit, a commercial team from retail media that is in direct contact with big clients mm-hmm. to sell uh, to sell time right. uh, to spell on, on the screens. Um, but there will always be leftover inventory. <laughs> Right. Uh, and what we did, uh, I think it's one and a half years ago, we, we connected software that is able to connect uh, on the back end um, 
to the big marketplaces the media companies use to buy their ads. Like the Vistars and so on? Yeah. yeah. And um, they can directly tap into the system right. and buy leftover inventory. And you can put the parameters in so that it's not exactly. going to show a competitor on the Ex- screen. And, exactly. Exactly. Right. You, can, okay. you, you can tailor it uh, however you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a really good way of, of, of not getting rid of your inventory, but to basically sell out your uh, your inventory. Of course, it's another price uh, when you buy it in, the, in, in that way. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be uh, cheaper rather than do direct sales. But in direct sales, you have the best spots and the best time mm-hmm. slots. Maybe you want to only advertise in a certain area or maybe in a certain country, etc. Uh, so that's really interesting in, in retail media, and it's in, and it's going to evolve. We we we're going to see more spots within environments uh, that show retail media. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning, uh, Dave, it's it's strange when you see an ad of. Uh, whatever brand wireless uh, carrier or whatever yeah, yeah. Uh, for, from a, a mobile carrier mm-hmm. into a retail store, a store. and I think so too and, and, and uh, the market is really looking now where are where are the edges of what we can and can't do in in, in, in approaching uh, and maximizing our, uh, our revenues from retail media on the other hand not breaking down our brand Right, because those go hand in hand. In hand. You, you, you spoke a little bit about re- return and the return on the investment of uh, 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 display and yeah. all the technology in a store. How is that being measured? Because I've I've seen companies who do audience measurement and retail measurement and so on, talking about conversion ratios and so on. And I'm always a little skeptical about how accurate they they can be. It, uh, it, uh, this, this, is an, uh, this is a really good point because this is uh, it's, it's not the same for every solution. Mm-hmm. Um, it really depends. Uh, of course, we, 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 we love to measure everything because it gives us insight, gives us data uh, and will help us um, improve. Uh, but most, if, if, if you do an installation, with a combination of techniques mm-hmm. that actually can set up a kind of a funnel, for instance, where you can measure, okay, there are, uh, there are like so many people in front of my solution and making use of that solution. And of those people, so many people do step two, maybe go into uh, pick a piece of clothing out of uh, a wall of jeans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we can measure that because we have uh, counters uh, in the ceiling. We also can measure how many of those people go into the, the fitting room mm-hmm. and actually try on right. something. And if we know they're going into the fitting room, we can also measure if they come out and mm-hmm. if they go to the cash desk. And if we do it like that, then we actually can create a funnel right. and see what it is happening and not only see what's happening, but also tweak and improve. Um, I was mentioning the rituals um, uh, solution before and, and you have to uh, I'm trying to visualize this in, 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 a, in a verbal way it's, it's, it's a beautiful piece of furniture with all the perfumes uh, on it and, uh, and rather than have to spray the perfume on the piece of paper smell it mm-hmm. um, in front of all those perfumes are a little glass cones and you can pick those up uh, and beneath it is a, a little piece that we impregnated with the, the okay. fragrance. Yeah. So if you pick it up, you can smell it. Right. Um, 
And that's, that's the important thing to know is if you pick it up, we measure mm. your pickup. So we, we know how many pickups there are of that piece of... You've got some sort of sensor embedded yeah, in there. Yeah, that's a sensor. It's actually a light sensor that, uh-huh. that covers. And so if you open Nextosphere, it up... Nextosphere, another Dutch yeah, company? Yeah, we, we, we work a lot, a lot <laughs> with Nextosphere. Um, but also the content that is displayed when you pick up mm-hmm. that specific cone of uh, glass cone. Uh, say um, I'm picking up perfume A. Right. When I pick it up on the display, it will show content of perfume A. Mm-hmm. But it's layered content. So the longer I have this piece in my hand, other type of content, okay. in-depth content, right. will be displayed. And of course... There's like can, an information funnel. There's an information funnel. But it also gives you the information, okay, this, this person is more interested in this piece right. than somebody that puts it immediately down maybe mm-hmm. they didn't like the fragrance and all that information gives us all that data gives us information about that specific setup in that mm-hmm. specific location because of, of course fragrances can differ in, right. in different areas different cities countries etc um, and it actually helps the uh, individual merchandisers and um, uh, to create a setup Mm-hmm. with the different perfumes uh, on the piece of furniture that is matched perfectly with the audience they are serving at that point. Right. Because we can uh, uh, use the pickup data, the content data, but also the data that is being generated by the cash desk. Right. And if you combine those, then you have real information that will help. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more difficult if, uh, if you want to uh, measure the success of a window display. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are a lot of factors into place. Sure. Why somebody will come in or not, or why it's busy in uh, in, in high suite or not, uh, temperature or events. Yeah, short of setting some sort of a cookie on that person, how do you yeah. track them? And then, then of course, you have um, um, the tracking of people in general, and, and um, the, uh, GDPR is a, is a thing. And, and, yeah. and um, so... We have to take that into account in some in some cases to actually, right. uh, yeah, we want to do real good management and measurements. And sometimes we 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 can, but GDPR will limit us. Uh, and it's not only the effect of GDPR, but it's also so the perception of the user itself. Right. Uh, maybe it's it's allowed by GDPR, uh, but it is not. Uh, received uh, in a nice way by the customer because right. he feels I'm, I'm, I'm monitored, I'm, I'm yeah. on camera somewhere. Yeah. Um, so that perception is, is is really important to take into account mm. and, and, and if you use it, be, be open about it uh, and mm. tell your customer about it. Is it your software management platform, like in-house or are you using third party? No, uh, we actually do both. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our own software platform uh, and we keep on developing that, uh, um, especially for certain clients with uh, certain wishes. Yep. Um, we tend to, to push the limits in the market and often we look for things in, in, in software that just aren't available in the market. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, there are really good products on the market too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we connect with certain yeah. platforms to, to make use of that. I, I was curious because uh, at a conference like this and everywhere I go and everything I get in my email, um, 
there are so many software companies who say, yeah, retail is their key vertical. And from what you've been describing, it strikes me as it would be very difficult for a very brand sensitive, brand forward store retailer to just go with a software company because they really need and benefit from all that front end advice and the, the simple poking at them to say, okay, why do you want to do this? It, it's the software is relevant for the client uh, only if he goes to uh, going to operate it mm-hmm. by themselves, right? Basically, which probably doesn't there, happen that much no, anymore. There's of course there's a little bit more to it, but, and, and why then? Because then the interface and the, the user friendliness of that product mm-hmm. will be relevant. Um, but if you look at the other way around, in the end, for the reader, it's most important. Will this be a successful integration in total? And am I going to improve mm-hmm. my customer journey? Uh, can I add more experience? It is going to generate more sales for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really doesn't matter what kind of software does the job. Right. It really doesn't matter what kind of hardware does the job. That's almost a commodity. It yeah. needs to be good. Mm-hmm. And for the AV integrator, you need to have that. Uh, four four letter words uh, uh, together. Yeah, it's so important to keep those strong. Have a good service pr- uh, uh, proposition. Make sure uh, mm-hmm. those uh, those screens are always on ninety nine point nine percent of the time. That are energy saving. Uh, all that kind of stuff. But also in uh, in in, in manage- managing the content on the screens, it's it's important. But it's. Um, it's not the thing that matters most for the client, and we we tend to this industry tends to look more on the technology side, yeah. and and try to say to the clients, oh look, we have this and this and this. Yes, it's important, but if you if you're starting off with the wrong journey and the wrong yeah. question in the beginning, it really doesn't matter that yeah. you have really if you're good just stuff. Just selling on features end. and specs, yeah. you're dead. Yep. You, you, and uh, last question: Are are you with retail that? Generally speaking, they want a uh, business partner, a service provider who's going to take them right from ideation all the way through managed services and basically run the network for them. Um, yes and no. Uh, and, and I say yes because um, maybe I start with a no. As I know because they don't always know that these kinds of offerings are available in the market. Right. Um, and if you don't know that, you're not looking for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 and it's, it's, it's getting a little bit better, but um, we try to really focus on that uh, holistic approach and that holistic offering so mm-hmm. that we can basically help our clients on every level. We have some every right. level. We have 125 different types of roles within our company. Mm-hmm. That's, if you think about that, with uh, roughly 200 people in the company, that's huge. Yeah. We have specialists on every occasion. So if, if, if it's about IT, we have specialists that can talk with IT of the client. If it's about strategy, we have strategists that can do that. If it's about marketing or, or mm-hmm. content strategy, it, all specialists. They don't need to use every offering in our total portfolio, right. but we offer it. Mm-hmm. And if we, at least in the end, if they don't, Use it in our uh, our offering. We can we can talk with them on right. a high level about that specific topic, then and 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 help them anyway. 
in that topic. Yeah. I think that is really, really important as, as, as our business, especially in retail, is more like transforming in, um, um, in, in helping brands communicate in the right way with mm. digital on the retail floor. And that's why I call it, it sounds a little bit strange, it, it's, it's more like an agency thought. Uh, um, the part of communication and knowing how to do that mm-hmm. uh, and advising clients how to do that is is super important but we only can do that and that's important maybe last words um, if we have everything really good lined up in the back end right. we have super good people to do so to make those integrations super good technicians we can have a beautiful story but in the end if we can deliver to our client what we promise in our first talks we're out of business Mm -hmm. so that has to be perfect terrific that's it for this week's episode i hope you enjoyed it and maybe you learned a thing or two if you're new to 69 it's a podcast that's been around since 2016 you can click around the archive and find hundreds of conversations with smart industry people if you're new to digital signage you need to be reading 169 at 16-9.net You'll find more than 8,000 posts by me and expert guest writers about this industry. 169 is not a press release republishing mill, like a lot of this stuff out there. If something makes it on 169, that means it matters in some way to the business. Everything about 169 is free. Great sponsors make my work possible, and the key one here is ScreenFeed, the digital signage content store. Check out all the curated and automated content available at ScreenFeed.com. 16.9, the blog and the podcast, are now owned by Spectrio, which does customer engagement solutions, most of that digital signage, for all kinds of businesses. You'll find them in the Tampa area and online at Spectrio. That's Spectrio.com. You'll find me working out of a sunny back room in my house, located outside Halifax, Nova Scotia, on the east coast of Canada. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Haynes.